Welcome back, everybody, to the greatest music NFT podcast show. I am your host, Beaks Vibe, and this is your number one source for all things Web3 music and music NFTs. And I am very excited for this week's episode. It is the long-awaited because this has been all that's been in the news as far as I'm concerned. AI Drake. Now, we've been talking about Web3 music. We've been talking about AI music. Just a few episodes ago, I basically made a PSA to the audience of the Greatest Music NFT Podcast show that... I was having a funny little feeling that this was going to be turning much more into an AI music type of coverage podcast for the time being, as opposed to music NFTs like only and specifically, because as I was forecasting the weather of the music industry, I was like, oh, the music industry has never seen something quite as disruptive is what AI music is doing. And in this coverage and tracking of AI music, you know, I famously use Drake examples all the time just because I'm, you know, arbitrarily picking Drake. I'm just thinking, you know, what's a mainstream artist that everyone can kind of identify and reference and we all kind of understand like what we're talking about. It might as well be Beyonce. It might as well be Kanye West. Might as well be Jay-Z, anybody else. But we just go ahead and track with Drake. And lo and behold, what's happened this week some amazing AI generated Drake music has come out and kind of, it takes your breath away a little bit because you're just sitting there in thought going, Oh my God, this sounds good. This sounds good. And this kind of sounds like Drake. In fact, it sounds really like Drake. So the, one of the songs that was going viral over the last week or two was the Drake featuring Weekend song, which, of course, neither of them actually recorded, come 100% entirely AI-generated, even with using a very famous music producer, Metro Boomin's producer tag, kind of as a catchy way to make it even sound more realistic. They included that. And it was amazing, an amazing story. I'm going to do just a high-level overview, because I actually want to play a different AI Drake song um, that I would love to just listen with the audience and just uh, sit back in amazement and discuss for a few minutes. But before we get into that, let's talk about the Drake track that went super viral featuring The Weeknd. So this guy named Ghostwriter put it on TikTok. It ended up amassing over 8 million views on TikTok. He then actually had the nerve to put the song and distribute it out on streaming platforms on digital service providers so on spotify and everywhere else like that was like a famous streaming site it was actually got on and last i heard it had close to like a half million streams i think i definitely surpassed two hundred fifty thousand. and so i mean this thing was like actually generating so it went from like oh like a meme viral little sensation little tiktok video to the creator or the author of the AI generated music then actually put it out and distribute it online. Well, that was enough to get the attention of Universal Music Group, the big dog, and they don't like this. So they have already tried to create and push cease and desist letters in terms of these AI engines and data sets collecting and using their copyrighted music as part of what these 
AI generated engines kind of learn off of. And so that's kind of what's happening, right? That like, they're just basically able to feed this Drake music and you don't even need that much music. It's not like you need a hundred songs, you know, three songs you could probably get away with. And, um, it's able to create a kind of sound alike Drake song and you're able to kind of recreate these different lyrics and everything. But anyways, and so long story short, a Universal Music Group came out with copyright, you know, infringement, takedown notices, as far as the eyes could see. And so the song eventually did get taken down on Spotify, did get taken down everywhere else that it was being monetized. I'm not entirely sure if it's still on TikTok or not, but, you know, it's obviously getting the attention of the major label records and the music industry now. They weren't already aware of it. Universal Music Group did come out with a message, so let us read that real quick. Okay, so Universal Music Group, well, a spokesperson for uh, Universal Music Group came and said, UMG's success has been in part due to embracing new technology and putting it to work for our artist, as we have been doing with our own innovation around AI for some time already. With that said, however, the training of generative AI using our artist's music, which represents both a breach of our agreements and a violation of copyright law, as well as the availability of infringing content created with generative AI on DSPs or digital service providers begs the question as to which side of history all stakeholders in the music ecosystem want to be on the side of artists, fans, and human creative expression, or on the side of deep fakes, fraud, and denying artists their due compensation. So, that's the official Universal Music Group response to the AI Drake fiasco. And it's a little scary because what it's trying to basically insinuate is do the right thing, you know, random person, dear Anon. And anytime you have to depend on people to do the quote unquote right thing, I think you're in a heap of trouble. That's not going to stop AI music, unfortunately. I mean, I think we all wish we could live in a world where people just do the right thing. <laughs> but so that's just one of these things where, I mean, they don't really have anything to say. I, I mean, what they're going to try to do is make it where copyrighted, any creative work that is protected by intellectual property cannot just be scraped and crawled from the interwebs and use somehow as the in this data engine of these AI models, whether they're language model, the large language models or the these AI music engines and whatever they're called, to then create all this derivative work uh from that. So whether but there is an opportunity, right? So there's where where there are problems, there are opportunities to solve it and make money from it, right? In terms of like a capitalistic way of looking at the world. So one of the things I've heard is that, you know, there is an opportunity for monetization here, which is essentially kind of doing a thing where there will be licensed music that is allowed to be kind of crawled and scraped for the purposes of AI generative music. And that every time it's then used from it, that there would be kind of a royalty payout for it. Now, does that stop the problems of what AI generative music will ultimately do uh, in terms of replacing kind of original music? There, that is that is the hot debate, and that was just kind of a rhetorical question. Some people think that I've heard it from both sides, right? I, I've heard that the influx of AI generative music will only make you know real human music that much more important. I've heard that the influx of AI generative music will make music NFTs more important because you will have this ability to, 
you know, just makes that kind of digital ownership, authorization, verification, all the more important. And when you need to kind of look for quote unquote receipts of what's real and what's not, which seems to be all the more important just in this day and age with the internet and with, you know, just the distribution of media and information. And I've also heard, of course, the, the the doom and gloom theory, which is that AI generative music will just, you know, take over and that, it you know, it's it's replacing the people we actually didn't think were irre- uh, replaceable. You know, we were thinking, oh, it's going to take out the songwriter. It's going to take out the music producer. It's going to take out the recording engineer whatever. It's actually taken out the, <laughs> the, the head of the snake. It's taken out the main artist. You know, it's like, oh, we don't need Drake anymore. We can just create Drake. And now it's actually, you know, these ghostwriters, these kind of anonymous songwriters. Well, if you can now write kind of in the world of Drake, you can now sound like him and get production that is stylized like him. So that's the perfect segue. Let's not, you know, I, I wasn't even trying to get into the kind of minutia of the story, but I mean, it's this is what we've been talking about. And now it's kind of come to a head and it's just, you know, let's just take some stock and observe the the circumstances as they are i mean we are in a dust storm of ai music i mean so it'll settle where it may but right now we are just kind of in the mix of things and so uh it's quite a time to be having a podcast talking about uh kind of the web3 music scene and and seeing just kind of what's happening uh in real time and one last thing before we get into this this drake ai song that is pretty amazing is you know, when they, I've heard some others say that, you know, back in like the dawn of the internet and when kind of the big boom of technology and all these companies, you know, it was like business was, you know, able to be marked and tracked by like years in terms of progress, right? Like when you think of the iPhone, well, the second iPhone didn't come out until a year later, you know, and then another year later. And you could kind of like see the progress of technology kind of from an annual or yearly basis, But these days with AI and everything else that's going on, it seems to be by the days, weeks, and months. So, you know, by next week, by a couple episodes down the line, I mean, it's just no telling kind of how crazy this will all get. So that was the last thing on my mind. And real quick, so this is another AI Drake song that I saw uh, kind of going viral on Twitter. This is not the Drake song featuring Weekend that got taken down that kind of initially went viral. But this is just as damning, just as impressive, just as good. So sit back and let's listen to this for just a couple minutes, and then we will talk about it. When it's cold, I'm from. When it's cold, I'm from. Yeah, I got enemies. Okay, the when it's cold, I'm from. They try enemy. I swear the when it's cold. Try to send us me, okay, the winner's cold Where I'm from, we had them ten and key I swear that pussy told on us Now that nigga dead to me, I got it on my own I ain't had no one to fear for me I never saw my soul I will never let it get to me And Cali with the rose Yeah, I'm riding with a felony She's tripping on the pole I won't let it get the best of me I got it on my own I ain't had no one to fear for me She said she play a role Now she trying to steal the recipe I had to hit the road Cause I didn't like it Like paparazzi, they ain't catching me. I'm riding in a fucking mosque. 
pushing hella keys, I made it to the top floor Now they tryna lock the door, bout to get the tops cold Now they tryna pull a cord, fuck her till she got sore Now she said she wants some more, leave the two, they bought for sure Wake up and say banjo, bout to go to frames We outside in public, baby, please pull up your prints If they say it's up, then we ain't even shaking hands Pull up where the beef at, now they wanna change the plans Reason why they running, cause we shooting at they mans, yeah and it's all part of the plan Why she keep on calling? Cause she know I'm high demand So in love with me, I got her on command She sucked me inside the coop I say, and I'm your biggest fan Yo, she pull up whenever I land I made it to the top, oh, you can see I'm living grand I'm in Cali with some bitches on the beach We bring a sand, keep that 30 on the seat And shoot like curry with the left hand Yo, ballin' so damn hot, I meet a death jam listening to that song one the beat is totally stylized in the way of drake right like as someone as a music producer who literally was like in the drake genre of like hip-hop production everything about that is like a drake production like the way that music pad just kind of plays kind of a like a third and fifth type of like sand like a melody and it just kind of goes back and forth it's that simple where you just have that 808 and the hi-hat and the snare that just kind of ride out and you just have that kick drum that comes in kind of every 8, 16 bars. That's like, I mean, Drake has rapped on that type of production numerous times, which is probably why the AI engine picked up on it and created a production that was just like that. So really, really insane how just, you know, kind of perfectly emulated even just like the production style is it's not even just like oh it's not just like the voice it, it's everything about it so then of course we get to the drake voice and this is one of the interesting things i was talking about with some people which is so name and likeness is protected by law but i don't know where kind of the voice falls in terms of intellectual property like you don't just like own the sound of your voice and if you didn't write it or anything about it, I'm just not sure kind of where the the legal bounds of protection are in terms of just like this kind of voice emulation ability. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens with that. But then let's move to the songwriting. So the songwriting is really interesting because in my opinion, as a Drake listener and fan, those lyrics are probably a bit more aggressive than what Drake would even write. And, you know, to some, that's kind of what makes it fun to listen to because you're like, oh, this is what Drake would sound like if he said this, right? And so as long as the lyrics are like, you know, catchy and and kind of smart and thoughtful and like, you know, they're still like well written in terms of like raps and being kind of, you know, tongue in cheek and, and, and quick witted and things like this, which in my opinion, I think those lyrics were. So it's fun to like listen to these like ideations of what Drake could sound like kind of being authored by somebody else that has kind of a different point of view that's almost even trying to write it in the style of Drake. So 
really, really interesting in terms of like what happens. And then of course, you know, last but not least, you'd look at kind of the overall thing and you see kind of how viral these kind of quote unquote new tracks from AI Drake are, are happening. And there's numerous versions of them. They all sound pretty damn good. And they're becoming like really trendy and viral just in it of themselves. And so when that's kind of what the music industry is all about, which is like kind of following trends, chasing trends, you know, being trendsetters. And you got AI Drake, you know, being the trendsetter. So, you know, I just don't know what you do if you're Drake. You know, I don't know what you do with the situation. I mean, clearly, I don't think this like makes Drake go away or makes him become irrelevant by any by any stretch of the imagination. But I mean, let's not ignore the elephant in the room when that's a song I've probably listened to five times already today. And like, and I like listening to it, right? Like that's to me that I'm like, oh, this is a good Drake song. Like this is fun to listen to. Like this is like new Drake. And that's the other thing too, was like when you come think about like music discovery and like fans and, you know, with something to be said about, you know, finding the song first, right? Like we've talked about that on this podcast. I've talked about that as like something that was part of my upbringing, which is, you know, having this kind of friendly competition with my inner group circle of friends, which was like, you know, who found what first and, you know, there was like a badge of honor. And so what if that now evolves to who can create the best AI Drake song? I mean, next thing you know, you're like in high school chilling with your friends and your version of an AI Drake song went viral on uh, TikTok and got taken down by Universal Music Group. (laughs) You're like the talk of the town. So I just don't even know, you know, where you go from that. So it's really, really interesting, really crazy, really intense. Um, And man, just amazing to be witnessing this kind of technical revolution. You know, we did not have these examples or I was not aware of these examples when I was saying and calling it that, you know, I thought AI music was going to come and take uh, the music industry out for lunch and then some. And, you know, unbeknownst to me, just a couple weeks later, here we are with like full-fledged, really good sounding, you know, Drake AI music and just taking the internet by storm, taking the world by storm. So I think we're going to leave it there for this week. You know, I was excited to record this episode. We're going to follow up with this. Uh, You know, I'm sure this conversation isn't over. By next week, I'm sure there's going to be 10 more super hot Drake AI songs. Uh, So we'll just have to see what's going on. Who knows? This podcast might get taken down because I played that song. Might not. Uh, I I think some courts have ruled on some of this stuff. And I think so far what I've heard is AI is not a human. And that generative music created by a engine or a machine or a computer cannot be legally copyrighted by or legally protected by copyright. Because copyrights have to be created by a human author. So I think what that means is that AI generated music can't be protected by copyright, which means it can't necessarily be infringing on copyright. However, Universal Music Group has taken it down so far. So probably shouldn't have ended on just a wildly loose thought if that was like wildly wrong. But, uh, you know, we'll see where the law stuff comes into play because that's, uh, you know, it's like you're either going to have to free the copyright or super protect the copyright. And if you go d- down the path of, you know, really enforce the protection of the copyright, then it becomes a 
kind of logistical issue. Are you going to jam up the courts? Is it actually feasible to, you know, protect the copyright? You know, there have been instances with this kind of situation before. You know, N- Nintendo is in- notorious for being very strict on protecting their copyright. And when Twitch and video game streaming first came out, they were trying to take down all these uh, streamers that were playing Nintendo branded games. But it then ended up becoming, you know, too, it was just a game of whack-a-mole that they couldn't ever actually win. And of course, it ended up being the right decision to not do that. And so they actually, you know, l- freed the copyright protection of their games. But that then in turn blew up the video game industry more because, you know, video game streaming and Twitch and all this stuff became such a big part of that ecosystem. So, you know, I don't know that, you know, just protecting the, you know, you know digging your heels in and protecting the copyright is necessarily the only way to go about this. So it'll be really interesting, kind of legally speaking, uh, how this all plays out and shakes out from a, a money standpoint. So that's it. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. We are on Twitter with the latest breaking news at TGM NFT pod. Of course, you know, that's short for the greatest music NFT podcast show. You can also follow us on YouTube, on TikTok, and everywhere you can find podcasts. So that's it. Check us out. We will be here same time, same place next week. And I will see you then. Peace. Peace.